My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today we are talking about resourcefulness as a form of abundance. I'm talking to Marie Applegate Swanson. She's an advisor, confidant, and coach to entrepreneurs and visionary leaders. And, um, you know, Marie shared with me that she's going through uh, re-following her calling after taking a pause and probably life called you back into the nine to five or into like a different kind of career that maybe wasn't the coaching world. And I, I'm sure there's a rich story in there of that journey because sometimes we do need to take a break and come back to it. So I think Marie has a really interesting story about what that's like and how she's used her own resourcefulness, um, how she's worked with her ancestors, how she's learning to have patience and let spirit be the boss in this process. And also um, I'd love to hear how she helps people. So welcome Marie, how are you today? Hey, Molly. Thank you for the intro. I am doing fabulously. Good. Welcome, uh, how are you? I'm good. Thank you. It's a beautiful day here. Feeling good. Thursday afternoon. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to our talk today. Me so, too. Very cool. So, so why don't you share first what you do as an advisor, confidant, and coach to entrepreneurs and visionary leaders? Yeah. So Basically, I work with established entrepreneurs and visionary leaders, and it's people who understand their place in the world, and they have a vision for how it could evolve and what the evolution could look and feel like. Um, and so the way I work with them is on one-on-one -on -one coaching. Um, and then I also go into corporations, organizations, associations, and share this through workshops as well. And so you talked about resourcefulness and one of my favorite workshops is how to MacGyver the art and spirit of creative resourcefulness. Oh, I love that. That's really great. And so you're bringing that kind of intuition into these more logical spaces that that is the corporate world so many times and you know, yes, yes, <laughs> helping people kind of <laughs> source their solutions from another place. So share a little bit more about that. Yeah. So there's definitely a need for a balance, right? And so I think people are scared of intuition because you can't quantify it. You can't, it's not neat. It's very messy. You don't know where it's coming from. And it's a little bit scary for a lot of people who are used to precision or productivity or all these um, pretty like boxed in words and feelings and energies. And so to tap into this great unknown source is both electrifying and terrifying for some. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's how do we um, tap into that in a way where it doesn't feel scary. It feels like a river that's flowing through you. It has a place to land. It has a place to go. And even in the messiness, there's some beauty that is created. Um, and it reminds me of this kid's book, Beautiful Oops, where every, every little piece is 
a beautiful oops. And that's all part of the dance. So remembering that and having that feel good in the body. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. I remember I had a moment um, during when I was doing a lot of downloads and spiritual awakening stuff. I mean, we're always awakening, but it was like during the big like, aha, and I spilled some coffee one time. And you know, life was a little messy at that time, too. And it was the perfect spill. And Mm. my spirit guide said, look at that art, like you just made art with that spill. So there's this beauty in the mistake. And there was yes. no big deal about it. Like I could have been like, oh God, I spilled the coffee. It was like, no, look how beautiful it is. So it yes. reminded me of that when you spoke about that. <laughs> the beautiful. I oops. love that. You totally get it. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I, yeah. I feel like seeing beauty and awe and these underappreciated moments is a, a way of seeing spirit everywhere, right? It's like taking the time to notice that this has been created and wow, you are witnessing this creation or this piece of beauty or this moment and just connecting to that. It's Mm -hmm. so powerful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and so is this a departure from the coaching you did before or an addition? Can you share how it's changed from what you were doing before? Yeah. Thanks for asking. Um, So in 2008 to 2011, I was doing social coaching. And how that came about is that um, being based in the Bay Area, um, there were a lot of people who really brilliant minds, right? And they spent the majority of their time really focusing and harnessing on those skills of productivity of how to get a product or service out there. Um, or just really broad concepts to create these amazing visions for the world. Um, However, sometimes they um, forgot to focus on how to engage with uh, the human species. (laughs) And so I think there was a need and a desire. They just didn't know how to do that. And so I was like, okay, this is great. Like I'm being called to do this, to be in service to those who have the big visions, right? And to be able to help them articulate it in a way that it comes across to whoever their audience is. Um, So then I paused on that. Um, I focused on being a mom for a while. And then I started um, this Creative Compassion Initiative organization And that is where the interactive installations kind of um, played a a main medium of translating um, different psychologists and neuroscientists um, and research into that really heady, heady, beautiful space that I love to live in so much so. But to ground it in the body, to ground it in multisensory experiences, like how can we engage with these pieces of knowledge that are stuck in these heady vocabulary words made for a certain group of people. And how can we turn that into a lived experience? And how can we turn that into a lived experience so that knowledge becomes wisdom, right? It's lived in your body. And so to me, that was like a moment of channeling spirit as well. It's like, how do we how do we make this a, a um, conversation, a relationship between mind, body, spirit, and heart? Mm, I love that. That's I, wonderful. And was it like education or more um, art? Like, and, and it's both, obviously, but was it more geared toward the art world or more geared toward educating, you know, people who wouldn't normally think about these things? Um, definitely a component of both because I worked with... Um, 
you know, like Stanford and Bloomberg, the city of San Francisco and their public spaces, the Asian Art Museum, mm. um, Complexity Adventures Summit, Culture Conference. So it's very um, adaptable, I guess, right? Yeah. So you could take concepts and art and they kind of fit into every space. I love it. Um, as long as people are ready for a moment of awe. And I would say most people want to be snapped into the present and that's what awe does. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Yeah. And yeah, those big ideas, they are, it's similar to how everyone learns differently and thinks differently and processes life differently. If you can give it to them, the information in a certain way, it's like, oh, I, you know, I get that enough to get it, you know, get it to where I need to. Maybe I can't be a scientist and like use it, but I can get it and understand and that, that enlightens the world. So very cool that you were doing that. And, and so you mentioned along the way and that, that working with the ancestors and, and kind of mm. tuning into that in very rich inner world and that rich connection to spirit has been a huge driving force on your path. Can you share how that has, has taken you in this, this interesting zigzag yeah. over the last <laughs> few years? <laughs> so um, I have a connection with trees. And to me, I call my trees grandmother trees. And so when I connect with, well, I love all trees, but then there's like certain trees I'm suddenly energetically drawn to. And yes, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I get it. <laughs> what is this feeling? Like it feels like, like a magnet. And then, and then just I don't know, information starts to flow and information could be like, and just pure energy. It could be whisperings of like, conserve. I remember during 2020, hearing very clearly from the oak tree outside my window, two things. One was to conserve your energy. There is more to come. Like this isn't, this is just the beginning of a total evolution of something we can't even comprehend. So I was like, okay, like <laughs> this is just the beginning. And then the, the second thing I heard from that same oak tree was just this download for this course called Atlas of Self. And it was, how do we reconnect to ourselves, others, and the world of possibilities through energy, values, personal history, and vision casting. And it was you know, how artists and writers and creators just say, like, it wasn't even me, like, to me, that is mm -hmm. direct channeling. And it can come from a variety of different ways. But for me, specifically, these trees have been that um, the little whisper, the guides, mm -hmm. I think, what was the, the terminology used earlier? It was so brilliant. <laughs> oh, like, they are they're the teachers. I mean, to me, they're the ultimate you teachers. Said boss. You said the boss. boss. Like, yeah, spirit is my boss. I have a sign yeah. right over here that says spirit is my boss. And oh, definitely, cool. yeah, I should put it more in the, the uh, background here. But uh, yeah, and I, I truly, truly feel and in, in my experience, you know, looking for human teachers to help me understand spiritual concepts to the degree that I wanted to there, there is none. It's like nature is it mm. nature, the universe. There's so much information in 
the not only the sensual experience of it, but even you know the science of it and studying how how the intelligence runs through all things. And so when we tap into it, we can talk to this intelligence that's running through the wind and the trees or the 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 roots that we're sitting on or just our, our obser observation of a flower, you know, that kind of mm. thing. So I totally get that. But yes, spirit mm. is the boss. <laughs> spirit, and spirit was totally the boss. And, and again, 2020, I started to hear the inklings of like coaching, like go back into coaching. And so my logical brain was like, I've already done that, like whatever I'm moving on, like I'm not here to go back to my past. I'm not trying to relive that, that, that time in my life. Mm -hmm. um, but with everything kind of closing down all around us, you know, for many months and years on and off again, um, that voice just started getting louder and louder. And <laughs> come back. Yeah. <laughs> But I was like annoyed too, right? I was like, <laughs> you know what I'm doing? And um, it was what I had in Akashic Record uh, reading with Tiffany Chan that she really was saying, uh, just like take ownership of your spiritual authority. Mm, and I was mm -hmm. like, oh gosh, <laughs> like my heart like squeezed tight in a way that it was scared and then opened in a way that was like, oh, mm -hmm. this, this is, this is not the same thing. This is different. And in a way where we've all evolved as people, yeah, as this community, that this is like the composting of an old system is happening right now. And from this compost, this new life is forming. And we get to have a say of how it's forming and we get to fertilize it with the things that we feel are nurturing and nourishing and bountiful and regenerative. And so it feels, it just feels brand new. I feel like I'm, I'm doing this for the first time again, to be honest with you. Oh, that's beautiful. And that means you're in the moment and you're guided creatively by spirit. And that's, it is, it's like, you can do literally the same things over and over again, but if you're in the flow, it doesn't feel like that. And it doesn't come off like that either. So that's, that's really beautiful. And you mentioned that, you know, with, with your success in following your intuition, that you're currently struggling with a couple of things. And that's mostly just having the patience as you get started again. So, you know, yeah. and now you have a little one and you have the purpose of being a mom along with this purpose of, of helping others kind of get out of their own way so they can shine their light. So it's, it's a lot on your plate. <laughs> can you share how that struggle for patience or struggle to let spirit be the boss and just make the timeline shows up for you uh, recently? Yeah, I don't have the answer to this because I'm still <laughs> in process on and off. Um, so if anyone out there knows the magic answer, please let us all know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I will say um, I have two kids. I have a 13-year-old and an almost eight-year-old. And truly, they are part of like, they're also ancestor energy. I don't <laughs> even teachers. know how to explain that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and they're like so much closer to the source, right? Because of just how pure they are. 
even my 13 year old. <laughs> awesome. You've done a good right? job. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she's, she's, she's her own beautiful entity that I'm just in awe of. Um, and so when I see my son, when he was five, he would send healing energy to the full moon (laughs) because he said the full moon can then redistribute the energy wherever he wants in the world, like a satellite. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) yes. And then my daughter who was, um, when she was three, oh my gosh, she had so many of these things. One was like, mama, even the whole world is a living, breathing creature. And I was like, whoa, like zooming out of like, <laughs> you know, we're, yes. we're talking about being in the moment, which is beautiful, but to zoom in and out and, and the help of our children, our ancestors, our guides, I believe that spirit and ancestors and our children. And I actually got this in an Akashic reading that they, they were laughing. Cause I was like, well, which voice do I listen to? And they're like, we're all the same voice. That's all you need to know. I was like, Oh, well, that makes sense. Like they're just coming in different forms. I've heard right? the same thing. Yeah. It's all one spirit. It's all a higher power. And it just shows up how we're comfortable. You know, some people love you know that the angel energy so it comes through that frequency or our ascended masters or you know ancestors or whatever and it's like it's all just getting to us however it can <laughs> it's kind of brilliant like that mm. <laughs> oh i love that i hadn't thought about that yeah mm. <laughs> and trees of course and trees and all living things it's there <laughs> all the time we you know everything is so connected And I love that your children didn't lose that connection. You know, a lot of children, uh, I know I was anyway, you know, it's like, got to buckle down, got to get to school, you know, after listening to the trees, just like we're talking about as a four-year-old, I have a memory of climbing the tree in the backyard at sunset and just having this amazing (laughs) inspirational moment as a child and like understanding it all for just that second and then going back into life and then having to, you know, kind of repress that part of myself to blend in because yeah so many of us are not not allowed to have that or or not not um supported in that and i think a little Mm. more than it used to be obviously you as a mom are allowing that and supporting that with your kids but back then it wasn't the same so i think things are changing and i think that's a really good um uh, it bodes well for our future Mm, well, I, I think as parents, it's just, it's the parenting style that has evolved, right? Mm-hmm. There's room for all of this in the present moment versus like, you know, our parents are, pro- let me speak for myself, the authoritarian style is top down, right? It's very controlled. And I get that to agree. I mean, a part of, of that definitely comes out in me as a parent when you just need to contain a moment because you have to be somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um mm-hmm. And then, and then there's like, okay, well, if we're late, we're late and that's okay. Yes. And to not feel this like false sense of urgency. Like, why are we subscribing to that? It is like to suppress the spirit, to suppress compassion. Mm -hmm. And so how do we like release that? And that's a lot of the coaching work that I do too. Like, how do we release this like suppressive, oppressive feeling of heaviness and burden and just like 
either climb out of it wherever you are or to like burst out of it, depending on where you are energetically in that moment. Absolutely. And it's funny, you answered my question in a different way, but that the patience. So like, what if we get there late, you know, this idea of that time, Mm -hmm. that perfect timing. And it is, you know, and some things that I teach in, in my work is we have to understand that our ego is here for the human, like, spacesuit that we're in it's here to keep it safe it's here to keep it in the know (laughs) structure and direction cooperating with everybody sometimes not cooperating with everybody many times unfortunately but the spirit and our intuition flows all the time but we get we forget because we're evolving and those those that intellect and that instinct to keep ourselves safe and and kind of winning so to speak it takes over and we forget oh that's not the prime directive anymore <laughs> the prime directive is to listen and to to shift and and shift our axis of what we're paying attention to mm-hmm. and yeah and we get confused i mean i still do i teach this stuff but i still get <laughs> what's happening i'm overthinking right okay let's not do that um you know and and minding our energy instead of of those rules those human rules so totally get it <laughs> human rule to um the you know on on a similar thread that like anything and everything external and internal that is maybe ego-based or like 3d based is a request it's not a demand and i think somehow we have been made to believe or i believe that everything is a demand and so there's this like energetic um weight to that word like this is everything is a demand versus like actually everything even work in corporate settings or pressure from schools or whatever it is appointments um, project deadlines everything is a request and remembering that it um, releases my spirit to be more present in being the boss Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, you took the words out of my mouth. I actually have a line in my book that talks about that. And it's specifically when we ask spirit for certain things, like when we're doing manifestation work, it's, uh, and we get kind of like, where's my stuff? Like, why isn't it mm-hmm. happening yet? And like, or maybe <laughs> you told me this was coming now, where is it? And, you know, when, when we're guided yes. to do something and then we say, yes, that feels good. I'm going to ask for that. And then spirit's like, all right, I got to This is divine intelligence stuff. We got to work it all out. And there's this kind of linear time you guys have to deal with this Chronos time, um, yeah. and and just let it all work out. It's all forming. It's just that patience. And then, as they say, you know, chop wood, carry water. Just do what needs to be done, and and mind your energy, and then it'll all just flow. I think it's we're mm. le- we're learning so many cool things about how we can interact with that. And I think. Uh, even the stuff that we were talking about or was being taught about manifestation and law of attraction and intuition in the 80s and 90s, we're, we're digging in even deeper and looking at the nervous system and looking at, mm-hmm. you know, human relationships a little bit more and even being with our shadows and all that. We could just go on and on, couldn't we, Marie? <laughs> I know. I'm like, yes, I'll go into that, 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 that topic. <laughs> Yes. Like, is this a menu of conversations down the line, Molly? Because I'm in. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But for now, I've drawn a few cards to kind of give you some inspiration about the current challenge of the patience. Are you open to me sharing that? Please. Okay. And thank you. 
Well, you're definitely in a wonderful healing cycle of reclaiming yourself and reclaiming your purpose. And it's not that what you were doing before wasn't your purpose, but it was just like, you know, I like this. I'm going to do this because it's I'm multi-talented. I can do a lot of things. and I'm interested in that. Like my mind likes that. But the purpose-driven stuff, it's it's recalibrating in you and, and coming mm. back online. And so mm. as you let go of any disappointments from the past or um, old habits and negative thoughts or um, any negative relationships that are disempowering, make sure you're focused more on what's to come instead of what's behind. Mm. Um, is that does that resonate with you? Yes. Oh, good. Yeah, because you're coming out of a time of sacrifice and finding balance with that, whether it's people pleasing or giving too much of your time to things you don't really want to anymore. Um, and your your vehicle to manage this current obstacle of patience is to start taking your energy and pulling that back home, really um, start harvesting what has come from that time and that energy that you've put in and pull up the seeds that didn't grow and say, well, I can plant them over here. No harm, no foul. Nothing, nothing has changed. Nothing is lost because you have everything you need to succeed. You just need to use it differently. So there's really not a whole lot you need to learn other than trusting yourself and watching um, any drama in the mind that creates negative opportunity. If you feel that happening, it's really a counter intention. And so you can call yourself on it. Like, I wouldn't be afraid that's not going to happen if I didn't truly want this other thing. So I'm going to call, I'm going to call the bluff on this counter intention and make sure I stay with the other. Um, and the more heart centered you are, that's where your power is. So you, you exude that just like the trees you get attracted to. Um, they're like, come here, Marie, give me a hug. Um, <laughs> I got something to tell you, you know, For reals, you, Molly. <laughs> I know, I know, <laughs> but you exude the same way. So there's this very mysterious attraction factor with the kind of people you're going to serve and how you're going to work very much divine appointments, very much soul contracts. So try not to get too much in your head about how it's all going to happen. And just follow your heart and follow your intuition because doing this work is a re reclamation of a soul piece and it is because you are very spiritually mature spiritually mature and you have a lot of wisdom to share and you can't necessarily point to where you've gotten that wisdom it's not like oh i've got this certification mm -hmm. from this master and this guru and this and that you just have it and that's being a student of nature and connected to spirit the way that you are it's you just have to be confident in that and that is your certification if that makes sense oh that's beautiful <laughs> student of nature yes mm. yes student of the universe and a good one and people just will feel it they'll just feel the wisdom transfer they'll feel the energy uh shift and that's that's all they that's all they need to know <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Molly. And what a like, just like a yummy, nourishing. I'm just going to taste it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Embody it. Take it in. Take it in. Mm. And it's, it's really cool. I've been meeting uh, not only on this podcast, but since I started to talk to so many women, even, even young men that are or men my age that are coming out and realizing that they have this innate emotional intelligence and this connection to spirit that they can't find words for. So it's hard to mm -hmm. say, well, this is what I do. And this is how I serve. It's like, I'm just me. Come spend time with me and <laughs> things will change. I promise. <laughs> Let's just have a conversation. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of the new intuitive, you know, coming out. So, um, so I, I encourage you to trust that.
Yeah. And it's all going to fall into place. Beautiful. Thank you, Molly. (laughs) You're you're so welcome. And it's been wonderful talking to you today. Where can people find you if they'd like to learn more about you online? Yeah, thank you so much for having me on your show. First of all, Um, I really appreciate it. I appreciate your wisdom, your energy, your, your smooth talkingness and um, just this banter. So thank you. Um, So my website is Marie m-a-r-i-e-t applegate.com and it is being created so there's like a little bit of nuggets here and there and the full-blown one will come online next month awesome awesome well thanks again for sharing your light we really appreciate it and guys thanks molly oh you're welcome guys thanks for listening we'll catch you next time hey there i hope you enjoyed today's show If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.